You're about to go on a magical mystery tour with Mansfield's biggest Beatles fan, memorabilia Wheeler Dealer and local DJ Roland Wright. This is Strawberry Deals Forever on Mansfield 103.2. Hi, uh, my name's Roland Wright from Mansfield. I'm actually a DJ, been DJing for um, 30 years in Mansfield. I'm actually, uh, as well, a memorabilia collector, Beatles, vinyl, posters, film posters, jukeboxes, football memorabilia, anything really. Born in um, Rosemary Street, Mansfield, above a chip shop in 1957. Actually, the same room that I got my first job when I was 15, I was interviewed in the room that I was born in when I was 15 at Barry Jepson's, because Barry Jepson's bought me and grandmother's chip shop, Bagless. It's all knocked down now. And I'm actually Mansfield's biggest Beatles fan. My dad bought me a Twist and Shout EP, 1963. And the Beatles wig, plastic Beatles wig at six years old with the guitar, listening to Twist and Shout. The rest is history. They did two tours, one with Chris Montez, Tommy Rowe, and one with um, Ellen Shapiro. I know my auntie went, she went to see him at the Granada. And they had both the flyers, I had two sets of flyers at one time, but they've been sold, you know, and the programmes. But my auntie was on about it the other day. I saw the Beatles in 63, the Granada, which is now, was it now, Primark? Yeah, so that's, uh, that's Granada Cinema. Jack Snacks at the side, it was Miss Candy, a little shop at the side of the cinema.
it's an hobby. It's like buying and selling, you know, jukeboxes, memorabilia, uh, vinyl, pop, uh, pop stuff, football memorabilia, toys, anything, advertising, anything I sort of like, you know, have, have a go at. And um, I seem to be doing okay. You know, I just sold a jukebox yesterday, so that's uh, that's good. And I worked last night up at the top house. So really, two jobs, you know, which I like, which I enjoy. Here we go. We doing? We doing, kid? We doing? Okay, we're going. We're going then. Pet Patterdale, named after Ringo Starr of the Beatles. It was either going to be George or Ringo. Obviously, it couldn't be Paul or John calling a dog that. So. He has the Turingo, so here he is. A rescue dog. We got him when he was about three or four year old. He'll find up motorway. Roaming about as he does, and then he's come here. He's got no, when we had him, he's got no weight. He was skinny. No fur, hardly. And we've sorted him out. Now he's big. Aren't right, you, kid? He still runs away. Still runs away. Still not got no sense. Have you? Hey? <laughs> Goes everywhere with me. Everywhere. Apart from Liverpool. You don't go to Liverpool, do you? Because obviously I'll stop over there, so. Goes up north to toy auctions. He's done about probably 20,000 miles in his life, you know, since he's been here. <laughs> Here's the wife, she's going to say something. <laughs> she likes it really, but she don't admit it. Yeah. I have to put my foot down because if there's a space anywhere, he wants to fill it. And when I redecorated the lounge, oh, shall we put Beatles pictures up on her? No. So, yeah, I have to keep him under control a little bit because he would fill the house with memorabilia. He hoards it. I wanted some things put in the loft the other day and he says it's full, chock-a-block full. Yeah, he tells me everything he's got on display is for sale. The club is ordered. We can work it out. He's a hoarder. <laughs> Try to see it my way. Do I have to keep on talking till I can go on? While you see it your way. Run a risk of knowing that our love may soon be gone. We can work it out. We can work it out. Think of what you're saying. You can get it wrong and still you think that it's alright Think of what I'm saying We can work it out and get it straight or say goodnight We can work it out We can work it out Life is very short And there's no time 
Just off to another trip to Liverpool, maybe my fortnightly trip. Off to a Beatles auction, Amiga auctions, probably 220 lots of Beatles gear. Family business, they've been going, what, maybe 10, 8, 9, 10 years. They've just moved to the new depot on Newton on the Willows near Liverpool. Um, 20 minutes away, half an hour away from Liverpool. So it ties in with the trip. I'm just sorting some stuff out for um, a friend of mine, Peter Harvey, who I do a lot of business with. He's um, bringing some autographs over. I'm just going through some uh, some film memorabilia. Looking at this, it's um, lobby cards, film stills, The Brides of Fu Manchu, a lot of Peter Cushing stuff, Werewolf, Devil's Air Pin. Um, quite a lot of stuff in this film, actually, yeah. I've not always been a wheelie dealer. I've um, had proper jobs. Um, electric board meter reader for many years. Milkman for seven months. No, not good, not good. Not getting up at three o'clock in the morning. Um, road and rally with the Kennings for a few years. Nevels for some, but it used to be Nevels. Um, co-op for about two years. Loads of jobs, yeah. So, and then my last job with the electric board. Finished there in, what that be, 20 years ago maybe, yeah, so, and then got into the wheeling dealing and the DJing, so yeah, I've had uh, quite a few, quite a few jobs, worst one being a milkman, oh dear, not good, not good for you that, yeah. You're listening to Roland Wright's Strawberry Deals Forever. We're actually at Amiga Auctions in Newton on the Willows. Just about to view the auction because I've got the time wrong. I thought it was one o'clock and it was started at 11. So we're late. So we're just going to go in now, have a quick look, 
then get back in the auction. Karen Fairweather, I'm one of the directors of Amiga Auctions. We have a rule that says, for security reasons, once the auction started, there's no more viewing. Now, I think I haven't got enough fingers to count how many times Roland turns up and viewing is finished and he's like, oh, can I please view, can I please view? I'm like, oh, come on Roland, go through the side door over here so nobody else can see you. And that's exactly what happened today. Yeah, I was just looking actually, just going through everything because we're way behind the clock. So, just looking at the, um, the boxes of gear. Really need to concentrate on this because it's, uh, if you get it all wrong, could cost you money. Nice um, lobby card there from Hard Day's Night. A few books, quite a few books. And the drumsticks, the Pete Best drumsticks, you can see them, 500. 400 each a lot, yeah. Fancy him doing all that, waiting and signing all them sticks. Today is one of our specialist beetle sales. We do two of these every year, normally in March and September. So we've got about 240 lots of beetles and beetles related um, vinyl records, music memorabilia, posters, anything beetles related basically. One of the most interesting lots is the school book of Paul McCartney's. It's from when he was doing his A-level in English literature. Um, at college and it's obviously got essays in there by him marked by his teacher and there's some really nice comments in there from the teacher really interesting comments so that's particularly interesting fantastic piece of history this one related to the Beatles from McCartney and we've got a bit straight in with me for £4,200 £39,000 it is £39,000 on the telephone we're all done and selling at £39,000 on the school yeah, unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. I think McCartney's bought that back. It's got to have done. Who would pay 40 grand for a school book? He just wouldn't. My prediction is he's bought it back. Well, I might be wrong. Paperback The Paul McCartney exercise book um, sold for a hammer price of 39000 uh, which with the buyer's premium the person will end up paying £46,800. That went to a telephone bidder and in all honesty the, the length of time it took for that lot to sell was about 15 minutes which is probably the longest ever. It was extremely tense in the room and uh, a lot of excitement and a big applause when it, the hammer went down. Yeah, just um, waiting for my receipt with uh, what I bought. I think it's probably eight, eight or ten lots, so just have a look when the sheet comes through. And then we'll collect and then we'll uh, load them in the car. And then we'll go off to Liverpool. I'm Jonathan and I help organise the auction in the back room, the mechanics of it in the back room on auction day and help get everything out to the customers and put everything in the right place and everything's correlated for shipping. So we do that and then also help grade the records and move the records around when they come into the, into the building for ready for auction. Well, basically now, Roly's gone through and he's, he's won all his lots. We've picked his lots from the auction diligently, placed them onto a table, and then we're going to go through now and check it off against his invoice, check everything's there and correct before he leaves the building, so obviously there's nothing astray and everything's ship-shape and ready to go. So, first up, we've got... number? One out two. Bubblegum cards. Let's, let's start with this one, the one, two, five. Which is the Beatles Superfilm posters. Yep. Yeah. 
So that's that. There's three of the, of the two on the back. back. Yeah, yeah. Back. yeah. Them. It's Paul Fairweather and I'm the auctioneer at Amiga Auctions. A very good auction. I think the vast majority of lots sold and we had some fantastic prices. One of the main stories really was the Paul McCartney school book. That was a fantastic result and there were some other great results in there as well, so a really good auction. Roland's been buying from us for quite a few years now, probably from, well I don't think he was there at the very start with us, but he's certainly been around for about six years and Roland, as you've probably gathered, is. He ducks and he dives, he wheels and he deals, he deals in memorabilia, be it music, sports, film, etc. If there's anything on the memorabilia side of things to be dealt in, he, he deals in it really. So he's, he's a good customer of ours, uh, both sells with us as well. So yeah, Ron's a character, certainly is. Yeah, steady ocean, didn't have a chance to view it. So I've done all right, until I get home and view my gear and I've, I don't really know, you know, so soon I've, um, soon as I've viewed it, Mm, when I get back, I'll know what I've done. But I think I'm happy enough. Happy enough what I bought. Big lots, you know, with loads of stuff in. You can't really fail with big lots. You're listening to Roland Wright's Strawberry Deals Forever on Mansfield 103.2. Any lane, there is a Stephen Bailey and I work at the Beetle Shop in Matthew Street. I just manage the place and uh, I've done that for, oh God, since about 1986 I think. Uh, shop opened in 1983 and I started working here in 1985. You know, if it's got Beatles on it we try and sell it sort of thing. Everything from a 75p button badge to, I'm sure there's a couple of Lennon prints or something in the alcove there which are a, a few grand each. We, we seem, seem to be quite a popular attraction, yes, for people to co- come, uh, come to Liverpool. And we were right from the start, you know. There was Beatles fans walking around Liverpool, to be honest, with nothing, nothing to go and spend their money on sort of thing. And then we opened up. Have you got, John, just three? Yeah, just three of them. 
We have got, got another one, uh, which I think is it's a George on a Paul card. It's on the wrong card. Yeah. Oh, can we get that? Is it? Yeah, it's a George on a Paul card. It got some stuff for me tomorrow then. No, I've given you those notice. Because you, you got up late, didn't you? Oh, no. You know what? I don't think I've got a thing at home, but I'll, 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 have, I'll have another look around. Yeah. You were having a discussion last time about how long we'd known each other, and it was turned out about, about 15 years, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, roughly about, about, about 15 years. And that which I, I, I had no idea it was that long. My favourite album is the White Album, and my favourite song is Long Long Long, which is a George Harrison song, and that's the first Beatles song I ever recall hearing. And, that, and I was working in a record shop uh, downstairs in the basement, and they started playing the album, and, that, and I heard the George song and went upstairs and went, what's, what's this, and <laughs> what album is it? And it, oh, it's Beatles, and this is George. It's like, right, that's it, and that's it. That's my favourite song. It's my favourite album and it doesn't alter. You get loads of fans come in and go, oh, my song changes all the time. No, mine doesn't. What do you think about the McCartney school book making £45,000? You know, seems crazy money. I mean, estimate, what, four to six, four to seven, £45,000. It seems a lot, a lot of money for me. No, I mean, it's a one-off item sort of thing. It's, you know, it's related to the biggest group that's ever been and probably ever will be. Uh, so yeah, for one-off items, you you just talk silly money kind kind of thing. In the case of the books and books and that from Paul Lepper, I mean everything when that school's been done off the old institute into what is now Lepper was done. They went through all the cupboards and everything, and just it was all put into skips and t taken away. And we know of people who basically just hunted through the skips in the hope of finding something. And you know, look, if they were lucky, they did. Just come in the cabin Tuesday afternoon, 10 minutes to 5, um, very, very busy. I don't know who's singing at the moment, but I'll just check in a bit. Um, good atmosphere as usual. Um, the back room, we're looking around the back room, it's not home yet. We need to check the back room out, because uh, the back room is where the original cabin stage was. Uh, as located by Julia Baird, who was uh, John Lennon's sister. So we need to get them back in there, but yeah, the, the cabin is, is on the same side, slightly lower and uh, more of a right angle, but um, yeah, people do have this opinion that it's not the real cabin, it isn't, but it's on the same location and the original stage is in the back room, the live lounge, uh, which McCartney played probably about four months, four or five months ago, secret gig and nobody knew. Uh, and you do get all the good bands in there, so we will check that one out later. Listening to Roland Wright's Strawberry Deals Forever. Standing in the dockets of Hampton, trying to get to Holland or France. The man in the Mac says, You've got to go back. You know, they didn't even give us a chance. Christ, you know it ain't easy. You know how hard it can be. The way things are going, they're gonna crucify me.
just had his breakfast. Coming up to 10 o'clock, probably just have a walk down to the museum. Walk around there, there's a John Lennon Yoko exhibition on, on the top floor. Probably come and see that. Yeah, that's the agenda for this morning. Then we'll meet Peter at 1 o'clock, friend of mine. Do a few deals, get us some dinner, and then we'll take it from there. Welcome to the Museum of Liverpool. Yeah, upstairs um, on floor two, there's a double fantasy. John and Yoko exhibition. We'll have a look at that, see what's happening there. I've been in once, but didn't have much time, so got a bit more time now. So we're just entering the left. Number two. So, okay. So, we'll have a look what's in here, because like, last time I didn't get much chance, but it's on till November. Welcome to Double Fantasy Museum of Liverpool. This is an exhibition set up by Yoko Ono herself, opened by Yoko Ono, and when it finishes November the 3rd, it goes back into her private collection. Hundreds of iconic items. And when you go in, you'll follow it around in a clockwise direction. We have film footage as you enter the gallery, setting things in context from 1945 to 1966, which is when they first met in a London art gallery. And then when you follow it round in a clockwise direction, you'll finish at December 1980 with his untimely death. Worth a few more black guitar. Bedding guitar, that's the original guitar. Wow. Look at that. The, um, what it's written on. Can you imagine that come on the market? Which it never would, would it? What would that be worth? This is Peter from uh, Liverpool, from uh, Wallasey. Um, who I've known for around about 20 years. 20 years, has it been? Yes, yeah? it is, yes, yes. Yeah, and the first thing you bought of me was a set of Rolling Stones, uh, which you've still got, have you? Yes, I have. Yeah. Over in the attic, yeah. Yeah, this was at Newark Antique for, well, 20 years ago. I've known him ever since. We kept in touch, done some deals, and he's been a good friend. Yeah. He gave, gave um, Dawn away at my wedding, didn't he? He, gave, he did. He, yep. gave me, he gave me my wife, yeah. Yeah, I made but sure I that she got married to you, of course. I know, yeah, which is, I'll never forgive him, but there we go. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll, I'll let him off, it's wearing off, it's wearing off eventually, so. Nice date that, weren't it? Yeah. Yeah, so that's seven years ago. That's, is it? It is. 2012, yeah, wow, seven years. Roland brings stuff up from where he lives. I bring stuff from where I live, items that we, he, he collects and I collect. And we just do an exchange or a swap or something like that and find out what we've each got, really, isn't it, yeah, Roland? Yeah. You know, we don't, money, money doesn't change hands anymore, does it? I'd yeah, like yeah. it to, but it yeah, never I seems to. <laughs> yeah. Look at yours yeah, first. Go on, yeah, Last and finally, some signed James Coburn. James Coburn yeah. and Christopher Lee. Band on the run. It's cool, isn't it? Yeah. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Peter Macarin signed it in the middle, isn't it? We're going to see what we've got, shall we? Yeah, yeah. Is cost me a lot of money. So uh, I, did, I paid yeah, a I lot get, for this. I get good, get good money for this. Yeah. I'm going to get door. Yeah. To put, put that on your headstone. Oh yeah. At the very bottom. I get good money. Yeah, because that's <laughs> the nice thing about Roland. He's quirky. He's a great guy to get on with, and he finds some really good items. Sometimes, if you go to collectors' fairs, it's being there at the time. But Roland does have this way of being able to find stuff which is very very collectible that's why I like dealing with him to be associated with Liverpool and the area as a teenager was fantastic no matter where I went around the country because it came from Merseyside it was just brilliant it's opened the doors should I say to also to come to the venues in the 1960s was just fantastic. The only group I never ever saw was the Beatles, but I was privileged to see everybody else from the Rolling Stones to the Walker Brothers, everybody, it was just magic. And I was a Rolling Stones fan at the time and I just couldn't be bothered to go and see the Beatles. My favorite group locally was a, a group called Jerry and the Pacemakers, the Searchers, the Big Three were very, very popular. It was a wonderful time. The original cavern was, I'm only guessing, about 100 yards down the way from where this the now cavern is. It was fantastic, very steep steps to go into it, very, very hot. It was a, a fire hazard, really, but what a fantastic atmosphere. To see all the groups appearing live on the stage, it was just brilliant. It was a magical, magical time. 
I used to work in the stock exchange in the 1960s, so I had the opportunity to get go with my Cavern membership. You could go to lunchtime sessions, and they used to have some really top bands then, from the Mersey Beats, Jerry and the Pacemakers, and so on and so forth. So it was a rush to get to the Cavern, have a bowl of soup, watch it, an act on, and get back within the hour. I wanna be your lover, baby. I wanna be your man. Looking at some uh, Remco dolls here in the Beal shop. Peter, I'll be right all right, I still Peter. Yeah. yeah. And um, we're looking at something cupboard, and I got four of these right, in cupboard. Yeah. And our dog Ringo, who yeah. was called Ringo, sniffled into a cupboard, got out of Ringo, out to all four, and run down downstairs. Man. <laughs> Unbelievable, isn't it? What coincidence? Yeah, I took that one. Took the Ringo. What's retail on there? About two. Well, not well, by Nick, on there. These. Yeah. Doesn't get up to about three on them. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those stupid things. They people yeah. like him because they want dolls. Yeah. We had a Ringo not too long ago. We got seventy quid on the Ringo, yeah. which yeah. I thought was actually real quite decent. Got about one fifty then. He's, he's Did he? Yeah. Call them one six five. Call them. I'll have them for that. Okay. Yeah, I'll have them for that. I'm not. I'm not for a while. Since Ringo ate that one. Oh, oh, don't show him that when we get back. And don't tell the wife. 1964 produced in America. They're known as Remco Dolls because that's the name of the company that, that produced them. Also known as a bobblehead, well, not bobblehead dolls, um, big head dolls. You get a couple of lots with them. There's hard bodied ones and soft bodied ones. And I can't remember which ones are harder to find out the two of them, but what, yeah. I, know what, I know one is. Yeah, what's I think they're soft bodied yeah, ones, yeah. yeah. They, they mightn't be the greatest look at looking a dolls known to mankind, but then again, I don't think there are that many great looking dolls to mankind. It is, it? so yeah, they're okay. Yeah. I'm happy, happy, yeah. I'd be happy at 150, but you know, 165's okay. You're listening to Roland Wright's Strawberry Deals Forever on Mansfield 103.2. Forever. 
I'm Craig Middlehurst and I work at the British Music Experience as the Visitor Experience and Ticketing Manager. We have been open for just over two years and we cover British popular music from 1945 onwards. So we cover everything from skiffle through rock and roll through to the heavier rock of the Led Zeppelin Queen, Rolling Stones era, then we move on to our punk era. We've got lots of memorabilia from Live Aid. The head of our trust, the British Music Experience, is a charitable trust. The head of that trust is Harvey Goldsmith who was the guy who promoted Live Aid. So we have a lot of memorabilia from there. We cover a lot of Britpop and Spice Girls, Girl Power. And uh, basically they're our, they're our main areas that we focus on in the actual zones themselves in our galleries. But we also have an area where you can dance. So you can dance along to the Macarena and we'll have somebody who'll teach you how to do that on a, on a big screen. And we also have a, a lovely area which was uh, donated to us by Gibson, Gibson Brands, who gave us lots of guitars, from Gibson Les Pauls, SGs, thousands and thousands of pounds worth of these fantastic instruments that anyone can come and play if it's the first time or if you're a bit of an aficionado or if you love to play the drums or have a sing, we've got that as well. The actual British music experience was based down in London for a few years and then it had a bit of a, a bit of time away and Harvey Goldsmith, as I say, the head of the trust, was looking for somewhere for all these artefacts, these fantastic artefacts that we have to be and Liverpool was his first choice. And this building that we're in, the Cunard building, which is one of the three graces, just next door to the Liver building and the Port and Liverpool building, which make up this fantastic waterfront that we've got here in Liverpool. Uh, this was the ideal place for it, so we ended up getting it very luckily. Paul Cook, and I'm one of the visitor experience guides. Well, it's the door from uh, Three Savile Row, which is where the Beatles and Apple Co. had their headquarters in London. And fortunately, uh, on the building's renovation, somebody kept hold of the door rather than skipping it because it's got on the outside messages written by fans who would gather on the steps uh, hoping to see one of the stars going in and out. So they'd leave a little message on the door, maybe say where they'd come from. Uh, and George Harrison was so moved by uh, these mainly young kids who'd come that he wrote a song about them. And we have the lyrics to that printed on the back of the cabinet. The apple scruffs. I'm sure he meant that uh, in a very fond way. Uh, but the kids were there in all weathers, so obviously at times look a little bit bedraggled uh, in the wind and rain, but wouldn't give up without seeing somebody come in. Come and visit Liverpool. Liverpool's such a friendly, nice city. We get remarks like that all the time from people from all over the world who come on our cruise ships who come here regularly, starting coming from May through to October. Come to the British Music Experience if you want to see our guys and you want to come and play and jam with our guys. They're professional musicians. Look at our TripAdvisor reviews. Everyone mentions our staff. Everyone's got a big smile on their face. Everyone loves music and everyone wants to be here. And we want you to come and join us. I mean, a lot of uh, a lot of overseas visitors clearly want to see the Beatles memorabilia the David Bowie and Queen memorabilia are also very popular but equally uh, one thing we do find with overseas visitors is that while there may be other artists who they're not quite as familiar with when they reach the Spice Girls cabinet they all know who they are and I think it's testament to how big they actually were in the 90s that um, people who come from overseas may look at the Beatles and Stones and Bowie and then all of a sudden the next thing that really opens their eyes is the Spice Girls and they're, they're smiling when they see it I mean, actually, I've got two Spice Girls dolls at home. Yeah, I've had about 10 years. Yeah, I'm waiting for the price to go up. I mean, I DJ, and you get, I DJ 30, and you get kids coming up. Have you got any Beatles? Have you got any Stones? You know, they, how do you know? And they know all these tracks, you know? They know the 70s, the 80s, you know? And the Bee Gees, little kids like that. And it's, it's music, it's just the thing that, the, there's no age to music, is there? It's just, everybody loves it. And I say, how do you know that? Oh, my mum played, or my granddad, or, you know? So they all remember from, from this, and that's, that's the great attraction, isn't it? Music. Nothing else could do that, could it? Nothing else could bring people together and, and from, like, 50s to, to noughties. It's been a hard day's night And I've been working like a dog It's been a hard day's night I should be sleeping like a log But when I get home to you, I find the things that you do Jacobs, I'm the door supervisor in the cabin pub. It's quite interesting the amount of people from all over the world you do meet. 
celebrities, sports personalities, it's, it's just phenomenal. The amount of people that, that actually come down. When you come to Liverpool, you want to come to Majesty. When you come to Majesty, you want to come to Cavern. He's been here a couple of times, Macca, Ringo's been here. If you have a look at our Wall of Fame, we've got Martha Reeves, Big Country, Russell Watson's on the wall there, he's been here, Jesse J, Adele, Arctic Monkeys, you name it. You're always proud to be from the city you're, at, you're born in, no, no matter what, but we've probably got one of the, the, the most vibrant cities in the UK now. When you look at it, like the amount of people that come down is just phenomenal. Tonight we've got a band called The Amazing Kappa. It's the only band that still play here, uh, that's on our Wall of Fame. They do a music like uh, Led Zeppelin, Jimi Hendrix, Johnny Cash, Elvis, rock and blues type of music. Plays with his teeth, he plays behind his head, behind his back and all that, so we put a bit of a showpiece on. Back from the Liverpool trip, they enjoyed it. That's great. I spoke to one or two people I know. I see some good bands. Enjoyed it. Back to the work now and uh, try and get on with the DJing again. I'm working tonight. Liverpool good. Back on the back on the scene today and uh, looking forward to the next trip, whenever that may be. Just counting these comics. I would have put Ocean, um, three, Job Lot, Superman, few Batman, Superboy, Fantastic Tales. Hello. Hi there. Yeah, probably speaking. Yeah. Regard regarding the jukebox and the shop. Yeah, is it the, the Starlight? Call from the shop. One that was on Facebook, but um, it's gone. So they come to have a look what I've got. We never know. We shall see. Would you like me to play a set of song? Yeah. Shall we? Rubber Soul is probably one of the best Beatles albums. One of my favourites. Really good album. A crackle, the final crackle. There are places I remember. I love you more 